Howdy there, and welcome back. This is Sherry Bant, and this is episode three of Homeschooling the Herd. Yep, it's been quite a long week. Can I get a yes and an amen? Holy moly, it's been quite a long week. So, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do this trio thing. Seems to be working for the for the episode. So we're doing we're gonna talk about common ground, common sense, and a curse word. So I really didn't last week, I really didn't talk at all about all the crazy that went on at the Capitol. And I kind of, it's really weighed heavy on me, which I'm sure it has on all of you too. Like all the nuts things that have happened in the last week. It just, I don't know, guys, ladies, guys, whatever. I don't know. This has just been, it's like one of those things where it doesn't have to keep one-upping itself. You know what I mean? It's like one, another thing that you're just like, oh my goodness, I can't even believe what's going on. Um, and it just keeps happening, right? It keeps happening. So anyways, had a couple things. So the Capitol, yes. Um, uh, scary stuff. It, it, yeah, like no words, right? No words. I think all of us, most all of us feel that way. Um, just, it just is not, you know, what we expect, but it's happened. Um, and it just, I think the saddest thing for me is, you know, it's obvious that we're like a fully divided country. You know, there's so much division and it seems like the microscope, the microscope of everything is on that division and none of it is on what we have in common. Like there's no, the common ground aspect to anything um, it just seems to be absent. And uh, I know this kind of doesn't, but it does, right? Play into like everything we're doing as people, with our kids, how we treat. So as far as, this, I'm just going to talk. So this is, this kind of been, you know, on my mind. So I thought I would uh, talk about it. But anyways, the division. It, it seems like, um, and I don't know, maybe I'm totally wrong in the way that I view this, but it seems like as a society, we feel like we have to categorize every single stinking thing, people included. And I just don't understand. Um, you know, I guess I just don't understand that we have so much more in common as people than I think that we realize. It's almost like all we can see is the things that we don't. And I just, I think that it just, that is the thing that saddens me, not just for me, but for, for our kids, um, like I think about little kids and when they're playing together and on a playground, which, you know, my kids haven't really been to the playground much. Um, but, um, you know, they just, they want to just play with each other. They don't, it's, they just want to be together. And I, I don't know why, um, why we start there and then we end up where we're at now. You know, we start there as children and then we end up with the great divide, it seems like. And um, the more we know, um, the more complicated we make everything, it seems like. I don't know. But anyways, I just, you know, I see it in all things. I see it um, being that I've had lots of children and I've been, a, you know, a mom for a lot of years, but to a lot of kids. And um, I've watched it, I you know, because I have things that I know now, like I could give advice on mothering to, you know, a lot of people. And I, I can remember um, when I had two kids, I always say this, people will say, Oh, I can't, I don't know how you do it. Having all those kids. And I'll say, you know what, the hardest time for me was when I had just two, because they, they were such opposites of each other. And then they didn't, you know, they didn't have the others to kind of like help and play with. And so having more, honestly, 
um, made parenting a little easier. So, but anyways, when watching that whole like progression of myself from the, what I thought about, you know, what you need for an infant or how you need to discipline your children or how you educate them or all of those things. We, we do this to each other. It's like mother shaming, you know, like if the, if you don't breastfeed, then, then, and you bottle feed. And I myself right now, I'll tell you, I think breastfeeding is absolutely the best. But if I, the minute that I say that, a mother who has chosen to do something contrary to that immediately feels like, well, you're saying what I'm doing is wrong. It's wrong. And nobody likes that feeling of being wrong. Uh, so the thing is, yes, of course, we want to know what's best, but it seems like for whatever reason, um, if we choose what we want to choose and it's contrary to what the popular thing is or the thing that that is better, um, depending on how that, where that is scaled or who decides that we immediately get like on the defense. And, um, I think that's kind of where we're at. You know, we, we, we even, even as homeschoolers, we do this when, you know, for those around or anybody who listens to this, that's been homeschooling for a length of time. Um, you know, a, a homeschooler uses a box curriculum versus someone who uses a literature base like sunlight or someone who does unit studies or someone. And at, immediately we categorize and it's a certain, we think it's a certain kind of mother, certain kind of person. And if we don't do those things, then we kind of group with the ones like mine, you know, with the like-minded because what I think it feels safe. I think it feels safer for us sometimes to go in those directions and not because it's always best. We don't, if, if our children, we want them to learn lots of things, but as adults, we seem to close in. And I think as you get hurt over the years that that happens, but anyways, that's just what I've seen. And like when we common ground, I think, you know, the whole old saying goes that, how does it go? Like you, um, you catch more bees with honey than with vinegar. And I think for the kids, I mean, we certainly teach them that, you know, you make more friends by being nice than by being rude. And so I guess that's just, I don't know. I it just, I've been thinking a lot about it as to the division. And I know that a lot of it, if we really want to dig deep, a lot of it comes down to, you know, what your worldview is and, and, and all of that. And that makes a difference on what you then find is important. And then, and then that builds on itself to, to create differences in, in people and how they think about things. But sometimes the differences are fed to us, I think. And we just need to really dig deep and, you know, um, you, you you obviously don't want to be around people who who make you feel uncomfortable or that um are mean um but i think we don't give people a chance for to find the common ground so anyways i wanted to just share that the other thing is going into the next thing common sense i don't and i'm not trying to be like preachy or anything like that it just this is just my observations and i just want to share them um with everything that happened at the Capitol, kind of going back to that, I kept seeing on the news, depending on whatever channel, didn't really matter. Um, you know, repeating these, you know, for, for anybody who was a supporter of Trump, these are, you know, these aren't, these don't represent, these people don't represent us or hearing these people, they don't represent America. This is not who we are. And, and I know that that's true because we, you know, we don't want to be, you know, go and, and be like so violent and destructive and all of those things. But, but have you been on social media? I think the thing is the way that we, the way that people talk to each other on social media, just pretty much, I think I kept hearing, this is not who we are. And I think, 
yeah, we're not, we're not using, um, we're not, we don't have guns and clubs and things to break down windows and, 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 um, do all those, th those things on social media. But the way that we, the way that we interact with each other is really, it's pretty violent at times in the same way. I mean, I'm not saying the thing is, I'm not saying that I'm one for, for, um, you know, having, I, I'm all about free speech guys. I am, I am all about, and, and it needs to be protected and all of that. But the thing is, it's almost like we've gone and lost our ever loving mind. Um, and, and I don't know, I'm, I mean, I know that for myself, I don't know about all of you, but like if I get on social media and I, I've really, you know, kind of backed off, I'm kind of reevaluating my whole like area there. But I don't know if you've done this because I'm one of these people. I get mad about something. I get so infuriated about and I have my opinion and I start to type it. Do, 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 type it on my social media, but I don't post it. And I, I usually end up deleting. So I do the phantom post is what, you know, I've done that. I don't know how many times they need to hear my opinion. You know, they like, I, this is how I feel and I need to share it. And I have, like, I have done that in the past, not real crazy stuff, but when I get real strong feelings about things, you know, you feel like you need to share it. You need to like say, you need to let people know. And that's a place, a platform for you to do it. But I feel like in that, for whatever reason, it's caused us to just lose all of our, our wits. You know, we, it's like we have absolutely no restraint, none whatsoever. And I think about, and this is a thing I, um, and I've mentioned this before, I'm definitely a Christian um, you know, follower of Christ. Um, and, and they're in our, in our home. And this is something that, and I, I, I would like to say I've memorized all the Bible. I know all the verses and all I, that's, you know, that I, that's, I'm trying, I'm just trying. I'm a sinful person who keeps trying, but there's something in our house that we all know. My kids know it. I know it. And, um, it's Ephesians 4 29. And it's build each other up according to their needs so it may benefit those that listen. And even if you're not a follower of Christ or a Christian, this is a scripture verse that could work for you, for anyone. And I, this is how we, like in our home, we use this verse on how we treat each other. That's first and foremost, that's what the, that verse, the build each other up verse. And when the kids get really like nasty with, you, with each other, that's, you know, I'll say that verse, you know, is this necessary? Does it build, does it build the other person up according to their need? And will it benefit those that are listening? And now we can go into the, well, people are people even listening. I think that we've kind of shut off to that a little bit, but, but I just wanted to point this out because this is such a golden nugget because um, a lot of times we feel like we need to say something. And I think it's because we're being selfish. I do. Because the thing is, we feel like we know better and we need to tell somebody else. Well, the whole back to the, the you know, get catch more bees with honey than with vinegar. Is it, is that going to, it, are we building them up with what we're going to say? Is it going to benefit them? Sometimes, sometimes being straight up honest with somebody is going to benefit them. And I think sometimes we walk this fine line where we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings and we want everybody to like us. So we aren't honest with people. And I think that's really hurt us as, uh, as, uh, as Americans, I think it's hurt us, you know, the honesty and people not expressing it, but being honest only if it's really going to be helpful and you really need to evaluate that. And let me tell you, I'm no, I'm no angel here. I spout off all the time. And, um, and those in my home will tell you, and I'm having to, you know, apologize and repent for that a lot. And I make sure that I do when I wrong somebody with my words. And I hope that if I have, and I didn't know it, 
that, you know, I give the kids the liberty to say, hey, maybe, you know, you know, I, I, I let them push back if, if they really feel like what I said was unfair. But, but I, so what I'm saying is I'm definitely not perfect here, but this is such a good tool to use the Ephesians 429 verse. It's such a good tool to use for all of us, for your kids, for us as adults, for everything that's going on. If it doesn't, if it's really not going to be beneficial to the person that you're saying it to, then we shouldn't probably be saying it. Who is it really going to be beneficial to? Because a lot of times we're seeing it on our, on our little box and um, preaching our little sermon and who are we doing it for? And the thing is, I, it, if you don't have, a, if your heart is not in the right place when you're doing it, wh- who's it benefiting? Is it, is it, it's just feeding our, our selfishness, I think, building ourselves up. And that's not what we're supposed to be. You know, if we want to build ourselves up, don't, we don't have to like put others down to do that. It's kind of funny that I think back to when I was in middle school and we had, I think it was called quest. And I think it's when the whole, I want to say the bullying movement. That's this sounds really bad, and maybe somebody's gonna like really write me a nasty letter. But um, I was kind of a bully in school, and people would attest to this. I definitely was. So this probably was like for me, my kind, you know. But you know, it, I was the one who would open my mouth and say something bad, and it was because you know I my self esteem was crap. So that made you know I was one of those kids in middle school. I definitely was. But we had to go through, um, and I want to make sure my kids aren't like that. But, um, but we had to go through this program and it was about like how your words make other people feel and all of that. And I think that as a society, that's definitely where we've gotten to, you know, the whole safe space place and don't say things that hurt feelings and all of that. I think the thing is back to, I am not about, you know, I'm all about free speech, but what we're not doing is we're not censoring our own speech before it comes out of our mouths. Just because we can, doesn't mean we should. And, um, I, and I, I, and again, I'm preaching to the choir here, you know, I, I, I need to remember this myself, but it's just one of those things where I think we feel now even emboldened and now with all the censorship stuff, I think people are going to feel even more pushed to just say stuff, just spout off. And, um, it worries me. It concerns me. And I just pray that, that there'll be a lot of learning in all of this for all of us, for all of us, um, regardless of where you're at. But the thing that I think about also with this, with the whole common sense is this is, and I know you're all you moms out there are going to agree with me. It seems like people act like uh, these are, you know, adults. It's almost like they're hangry. You know what I mean? Have you, I am one of those people who gets nasty if I haven't eaten because my blood sugar goes crazy. So I think, I sometimes think in this, and I'm not making light of, of what's happening in our society right now, but I kind of feel like I want to say, first off, if somebody's really nasty, I always say, I want to go talk to their mom. I want to meet their mom and see what they're like. Because, you know, I think, gosh, do you think their mom would have taught them to act like this? You know, or they could be that way. I, that's first thing that always goes off in my head. The other thing is I kind of feel like everybody needs a darn snack and a nap. Because the thing is, everybody acts like they're just off the deep end, like they haven't eaten for days or they haven't slept. They need a good night's sleep. But anyways, you know, it still goes back to, I think, the whole common ground, common sense. Nobody likes to be wrong. And I think that we're living a society of that. Nobody wants to be wrong. They don't like it. I mean, I don't like it. But I think if you if you really want to dig deep there, it's all about failure. This comes back to how we're, you know, teaching our kids and how we're educating our kids and how do we feel about failure and what are we teaching them that way? And I'm going to have to do a podcast on just that alone. I know I said, I said that last time it's coming. I'll put it together. We'll do it. 
Um, but it really comes back to that. And the other thing is I, I sometimes have to think, you know, I think about, I still, my generation still would have, you know, we got trophies. There were people who lost. Um, so you had first place, second place. And, and I'm thinking like sports, you know, different activities. And, and then like after us, we've, we've had this generation of children who, you know, everybody's, nobody wants to make kids feel bad. So they want them to all be winners. And I think, you know, losing or failure, that feeling, we haven't allowed that to happen. None of us liked it as kids. None of, none of We all hate to lose. We all hate failure. But I think if you haven't felt it or, or I think you get, it's almost a, a thing that you have to overcome. But if you haven't experienced it enough, how do you overcome it? You know, how do you push through that? So anyways, I just, I just had to share. The other thing is, okay, last, last thing here, last thing, um, curse word, a curse word in our house. This is the other thing that I wanted to share just a little bit about us. I cannot stand, cannot stand the word can't. It's, I always say it's, it's a curse word. And I'd like to say no other curse words are said in our house, but that would be a lie. Um, try not to, but they come up. But this word here, I'd almost rather, I'd rather almost my child say the F word than can't. And I know that sounds really bad, right? I know it does. It really does. But it kind of, it just gets under my skin because honestly, um, the word it's, it's almost like almost always. And I don't know other parents, if you've observed this, but if my kids were, let's say we're working on a, you know, our curriculum or doing our task for the day and they're, and they say, ah, oh, you can hear the frustration. And the next thing out of their mouth is I can't, whatever it is, blah, 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 blah. Usually they haven't tried. And I almost think that's the thing that bothers me more is the can't usually comes right before I, you know, they have it. It's like they're, they give up. You get to this wall where you don't know how to do something or you're, you're a little unfamiliar with it. You get to that wall and instead of pushing through or really trying to figure it out, it's the vicious word can't that comes out of their mouth. And I, I think, um, I think that if they really put the effort forth, they can usually, they can usually work through it. And usually those times when my kids are having the, the can't moment, I, I have to take a deep breath because it does get me upset because they know. Um, uh, my first, usually the first thing out of my mouth is, have you really tried? And you know, there are situations where your people are unable, kids are unable to do something because they don't have a certain skill. But that, that whole aspect of giving up just to have someone else really help them, I also think we do that as adults too. I, I watch it with other adults um, where they just shut off. I see it where older adults don't, they'll say, um, you know, I can't do this on the internet or I can't, oh, I'm, I'm um, technically challenged. I can't do that. And a lot of it is, it's just because they don't, they don't really want to try. It's a choice to not try is what it is. So anyways, I just wanted to share that that's one of my one of my pet peeves. And I am sure there are other mamas out there, other dads who agree with me and you can't stand the word can't. So anyways, I think I'll wrap it up here. Hopefully this has been helpful and um, we'll have to, we'll have to be focusing in on that failure thing because, um, and I'd love to hear what you all think too. I don't, wherever you're listening to this from, I think you can leave a review, you know, tell me an honest review of what you think, if this is at all helpful for you. Um, if there's something, you know, we'd like to chat about there, you'd like us to chat about or me chat about, I'd, I'd like to hear from you. And then you can, um, on the anchor, 
dot fm i think it's forward slash homeschooling the herd uh you can check out the link to our website there and check out our blog and um any of the other podcasts as well so you all have a blessed one and um, we'll be talking to you later thanks for listening Uh